This is Thursday, November 12th, and our morning prayer. I'm going to read Isaiah chapter 12, verses 1 to 4. You will say in that day, I will give thanks to you, O Lord, for though you were angry with me, your anger turned away that you might comfort me. Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and will not be afraid. For the Lord God is my strength and my song, and he has become my salvation. With joy you will draw water from the wells of salvation, and you will say in that day, Give thanks to the Lord, call upon his name, make known his deeds among the peoples, proclaim that his name is exalted. When our first child, Rachel, came into the world, we lived with an expectation for a long time. Actually, a very long time. After the first of the prenatal doctor's appointments, we fixed on the due date. And then later, we got a little black and white scan from the ultrasound to put on our refrigerator. We named our child Buckwheat. I'm not making that up. And that wasn't the real name we were going to give our baby. That was a way to talk about the child that was coming, a fun way. Now, we didn't know whether to expect a boy or a girl, but we had a date. Now, the problem was that date, well, it came and it went. And then nearly two more weeks passed after the due date before the labor pains started and we went to the hospital. Waiting is a difficult thing to do, even when you know the timing. Now, our passage today is from the prophet Isaiah. He was told about a time in the future when God would bring about a second exodus. It would be like the first in that God would come and rescue his people. He would save them, but it would be different in that the scope would be much larger. It wouldn't simply be bringing about bringing his own people from bondage to safety, it would mean a changing of the old order of the world and bringing about the messianic kingdom. Here's how Isaiah describes it. The wolf will dwell with the lamb, the leopard shall lie down with the young goat, and the calf and the lion and the fattened calf together, and a little child shall lead them. The cow and the bear shall graze, their young shall lie down together, and the lion shall eat straw like the ox. Isaiah chapter 11, verse 6 to 7. Now, as the people of Israel were scattered and Judah was taken into exile, the people clung to this hope. They were waiting, but they had no due date, no indication of God's timing. How difficult is that? I think many of us feel like we're waiting even now. We're waiting for COVID to end. We're waiting for the kingdom of God to come in all its fullness. We're waiting to dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And that's why passages like our text for today are so important to the people of God. They were a reminder that though the waiting seems long, you can know that the day is coming. God will redeem his people. He will bring the fullness of his peace, his shalom, into our world. The good news for us is that we know that God has already begun this work in Jesus. And this is one reason we give thanks to God and rejoice. And that's our call this season, to remember God's promises and to rest in him. Let's pray.
Lord God, our Heavenly Father, the political season has been filled with such rancor and division, and you've told us that a day is coming when true peace will fill our world. We thank you that even even though we don't know what day that is, we know that it's coming because we know that you're faithful and good. Enable us to rest in your promises, for we pray in the name of Jesus. Amen.